Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait, you look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money? A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV, starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start, Start saving today. today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Well, butter my butt and call me a biscuit. Have you been dying to see us live? Then get psyched about the last podcast network, Country Jamboree, at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee, on June 18th. Jackie, we're not at the Country Bear Jamboree, but I am grinning like a possum, eating a sweet tater. Because we'll have all your favorite LPN family out and performing live, including last podcast on the left, page seven, Wizard and the Bruiser, No Dogs in Space, Brighter Side, Fraudsters, Someplace Underneath, The Story Must Be Told, and more. Tickets available now. Again, that's the Ryman Auditorium on June 18th in Nashville, Tennessee. The last podcast network, Country Jamboree. I'd make a deal with God. <laughs> God, who's this old lady? Who's this grandma singing to me right now? Be Who is this? Is this Mrs. Doubtfire singing Kate Bush's Running Up That Hill? I'm running up that road. I'm running up that hill. I swear to God, I cannot get the Kate Bush song out of my head. Running up that I feel like I was watching like David Cross as the maid character in Arrested Development. Banger in the mouth. I'm running out that road. I don't I go I can't sing. You know, only Kate Bush can sing like Kate Bush. Yeah, she's a whole anomaly. I don't know though about it. You know what I mean? I think I'm kind of like happy. I feel like I'm gonna become a big fan someday, but Today ain't that day. Wait, did I not just turn you into a Gate Bush fan? (laughs) I just, you just got me a big fan of like people who sing like that who get really easily like offended by like simple things, like monocle breakers. You know, that's kind of what that sounded like. Kind of, I miss like so easily offended opera audience people. Wait, do you mean monocle breakers like someone takes the monocle and throws it on the ground and smashes it with their foot? Doesn't it break when they get so offended? Is that the joke in the Sims? He's like, that's the third monocle. This like, I got to stop breaking down these monocles. <laughs> but anywho, that's for some reason that's what that reminded me of. I miss eighties villain, like a, a country club club villains. That's what yes. I miss. Stranger Things has a lot of eighties things, but it doesn't have a country club villain. 
Dude, those were the best. The squares at the country club that got very upset about very just people having fun. They just didn't like fun. That's a great villain. You know what I mean? Now it's got to be like, oh, cut your, kill your baby in front. You know what I mean? Or some crazy. No, it just makes right? me think of like Caddyshack. Like, can't we go yeah. back to yeah. that? You know, like that kind of just like, oh, we wear popped collars and I've got a, an ascot yeah, and I yeah. don't like your visage. You can't drink beer on our golf course. Yeah, they should make a low stakes season of Stranger Things or maybe just a different show but that is just <laughs> as 80s nostalgia but with the stakes of Caddyshack as opposed to the stakes yes. of season four whatever wherever we are where it's like no it has to be like entire hell is coming up from Earth <laughs> Yes. <laughs> we'll call it whatever stuff. <laughs> All right. It'll be whatever stuff. stuff. And it'll just be like easy breezy 80s bullshit. You just don't even need. Yeah. Sometimes I'm watching the lead up of a horror film and I get to a point where I'm like, kind of wish this was just the movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? I kind of like 20 minutes and I'm like, oh, right. This is a horror movie. Like I almost forget. And then they do the switcher. I was like, I could have just gone with. This camping trip without the, you know what I mean? I could have just stayed with these people for the weekend and we could have just had fun. Yeah. But no, now we got to start slicing and dicing. Yeah, like here. I would watch just like the Saved by the Bell version of Stranger Things. It's just like yeah. their friendship, you know? Like yeah, take yeah. away the, the, the upside down and it would be fine, you know? Yeah. Well, I think that that's why I liked the Fear Street movies so much because mm, yes. it had so much of the essence of the time period, but then it was also... You know, yeah, and I like the. Don't witches, get me wrong. Witches. I like the. I loved Fear Street. I liked the scary stuff, and I like the horror. But the pro, My problem with Stranger Things, uh, right now is that I don't remember. Just the same problem with Riverdale. I don't remember was, anything. They were in a food court in a mall. Yeah, like I don't remember what anything I really about remember season about last season. I'm like, yeah. I remember at one the point the mall we was cool. Though. It was a cool mall, and I liked that the was mall a cool plot 80s line. Mall. Like, and and yeah, as watching yeah. somebody watching with somebody who was, you know, a a young teen in the eighties. He's like, he loved, I remember that Gideon loved season three and he was like, yeah, this is just what malls were like. And so like, he was like <laughs> really loving it, but neither of us remembers anything about what happened with the upside down like, world. Is Gideon just up in the middle of the night, just watching girls just want to have fun. Remember <laughs> yeah. that? Yeah. I know. Every time I talk about him, I try to paint him as the absolute icon of a Gen X. He's like, he's in love with Winona Ryder. He thinks Madonna, you know, is better than Lady Gaga. Whoa. She has a John Cusack tattoo, like from Say Anything tattoo. You know, oh. he really does embody Gen X. In has a he lot seen of ways. Madonna now? He's not a kind of current <laughs> Madonna. You have to understand. Part has of being a Gen Xer is being hung up on the, past Madonna, you know? Yeah, the kissing with her weird lips <laughs> on the that weird ritual TikTok. It wasn't even a TikTok, it was a ritual last yeah. <laughs> experience. It was terrifying. I was trying to get Kissel to play guess that celebrity with me and I was I pushed out my lips and I was like to the pandemic is the great equalizer <laughs> and he got really mad at me he's like that's how you describe Madonna I was like I that's who she is to me now that's yeah. how I see her right yeah it's this distortion yeah this that's distortion how you know that, that you know Kissel's right on that he's he's either young Gen X or old millennial and you can really define whether you're millennial or Gen X based on your irrational feelings about Madonna this is yeah my this is you can set your watch to it I'll, I, I'll go with that because I always have felt yeah my Madonna's an ray of light you know what I mean that's my Madonna and it was like oh good for her you know what I mean but you don't feel like 
you don't have any kind of weird obsession feelings or anything or like that feeling of her like major dominance as this like great you know powerhouse powerhouse i mean she's a powerhouse for sure, sure i mean listen, we're not gonna take it away from that gal all right she got in there and she had a couple of good ones i, you know I, I think mean? she just didn't change our <laughs> lives the way that she changed yeah, she, the lives of people life. who are 10 yeah, years just, older you know yeah. she got changed my life nirvana changed my life right. and yeah, that or would even be for the, us it would like janet jackson is i think more comparable even mm, like right sure. like, but you know whereas um yeah madonna's just it's just the and it's the same with i think same with the feelings about winona Ryder and john cusack and janine Garofalo. it's just like yeah sure they're they're great they're totally great it's just like i they're not my foundational figures remember when uh jan jackson did the tour she would do like she would bring one like dude on stage and do like a strip like a lap dance just for the guy have you ever seen that video no. of the guy just literally losing his fucking mind? <laughs> like he, he's just like, he's like hemorrhaging. He's so turned That's on. Awesome. He's just like, oh, he's like, can't. It's so funny. You look like, honestly, would have believed his head would have exploded. Like he's, oh he has God. a full break, like just a complete breakdown. I mean, it's so funny to say, I'm like, I, I look at, I'm just like, man. I don't think I've ever been that horny. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow. But you would be if Janet Jackson was giving you a lap dance. In, in front of all those people, though, I don't know. I think I'd get a little, uh, you know, too aware of all the mm-hmm. many people. But he's literally like, <laughs> I wish I could live in that moment that he's in for one millisecond. <laughs> I think I would, like, understand a little bit better. Like, yes. oh, that's, like, what God is. You know what I mean? Like, that's how horny <laughs> he is in this video. You gotta watch this video. with God. <laughs> Right, old lady. It's just All right, why are you pretending to be a British maid, <laughs> old lady? I get, we get it. We're divorced. All right, you're not supposed to be in the house right now. There's a okay? pony inside of the house, Daniel. <laughs> I wasn't. I'm watching Stranger Things, and I wasn't even that sure why you led with Kate Bush's running up that hill music video from 1985. I was like, is this a re-release of some kind? But I get now because that is the Stranger Things. Everyone's talking about it. It's in the, I think it's in the first or the second episode of Stranger Things and everyone's like, and now Kate Bush is back. And I was like, it's everywhere. Yeah. This, like They're like, don't you want to watch the video again? I'm like, I guess. <laughs> yeah, sure. Pop on the video. But, every, you know, like I read so many different celebrity gossip publications and every single one, the headlines are all like, Kate Bush. <laughs> oh, my God. Remember this song? It's like, yeah, I guess. Now, you're a stranger head then, MJ. I fell off in the second season. Oh, I really? really I, I fell off and I feel like now I can't go back. So, okay, so there is, I feel like there's a couple of things that are true about Stranger Things right now. My, and I'm trying to not hurt anyone's feelings. Ooh. I feel like they should have, they should have not done this season, is my first instinct. I'm not done with the season yet. Wow. Shots. Find all the thoughts and opinions of MJ. Do not reflect the thoughts (laughs) and opinions of the last podcast network. So please send your hate mail to MJ. You know that feeling when a show is doing its last season and you know it's the last season and you're like, I wonder if. What would have happened if you hadn't done this season? You know, and you, if you just, it's like this, it's like reaching for the stars, reaching for the sun and landing amongst the stars or whatever. But mm-hmm. like, oh, it's, yes. you know, it's fine. It's, I'm enjoying it, but everyone can't stop talking about, really, honestly, what's upsetting me is that everyone keeps talking about the season and how awkward it is. And I just feel so bad for these kids being 
going through either being 29, which is one of the characters, the actors, one of them is 29. Sadie Zink is 20. The rest of them are all like, uh, Millie Bobby Brown is 18, I think. But then the rest of them are all like legit 16 and like have just filmed their way through puberty. And then everyone is on Twitter just like, they look ugly. And I'm just like, can you not? Like, I right. feel puberty, yeah. Give them a break. Like, and every, when I feel like when Stranger Things started, I remember on this very show being like, I'm worried about those kids. Like, they're so cute. They're, this is such a popular show. They're right. doing such a good job. And, but like, don't we know that like the outcomes for child actors are like almost universally bad? Like, I'm a little worried about this. And I feel like everyone, kind of knows now that the outcomes for child actors are bad. And yet all anybody can talk about Stranger Things season four is like, uh, it's awkward now because they all went through puberty. And it's like, okay. Like, so I'm not saying that they shouldn't have made the show for that reason, but it just seems like the show is like, okay, let's give it another go. And I'm just not sure like if anybody wants that, you know, like I just feel like, I just feel like I'm just worried about everyone making fun of these poor fucking kids because they all went through puberty. And I'm like, can you leave them alone? Who is saying they're ugly on Twitter? Everybody, everybody's just I have not seen anything about that. I'm seeing a lot about other important uh, things happening in the news right now. I'm seeing a lot of- uh, People are saying that they're not good actors and that it was like only that it was something, you know, people are just being shitty to the kids and I'm like, leave those kids alone. But I think that it's just, it's the full house problem, right? Or whatever, anytime, or the modern family problem. Literally anytime you cast a 10 year old, the Harry Potter problem, you cast a 10 year old, the show's going to change. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I mean, all the kids And the author's eventually going to get weird about trans issues, which is a whole other bizarre. Right. Like (laughs) they will disappoint you because 10 year olds there's nothing disappointing about a 10 year old and there's many disappointing things about adults you know and so it's like you see (laughs) a child become an adult before your eyes and everyone feels weird about it and mostly everybody is just having their own weird feelings about their own youth and their own puberty and their own but like people are just so weird about seeing kids grow up on camera it speaks towards a larger problem though it's not just on camera though mj because i've been thinking about this a lot now as a new dad how like i feel like this is an issue we have maybe it's just in this country maybe it's worldwide where like they're cute they're cute they're cute and then the second they start (laughs) to become awkward like looking and feeling and acting we just uh, so many parents just like turn their backs on yeah all right do your thing. Yeah. Not, you know, stay in your, go in your room and hide and, and play on your yeah. uh, I wish I'd been whatever. sent away. I want <laughs> yeah. to send me away. I just want to go be somewhere else. I don't want to see my parents. I don't, I just need to go be horny in silence somewhere else. And I think that that's just the age 12 to right. 15. Right. You should be sent somewhere. You want to be, I, I want to try to be present in a way. I feel like so many parents are like, well, I can't dress you in whatever I want and like parade you around the streets anymore. So I guess you're dead to me until you're, you know, in college or whatever. I don't know. You know what I mean? It just I think yeah. you're right. I think it's that parents don't know how to engage. <laughs> and, and right, because teenagers are so, they're, they're so, it's so obvious that they're maturing so quickly, but like intellectually and emotionally. And they're like such, they suddenly have all this like autonomy. And I think that it, parents are like, I don't know. This changes this our yeah. entire dynamic is now changed because my job forever was to just take care of you. And now it's not just that or to yes. take care of you in a different way. And so I think it makes, and everyone also was like, remembers that time because and almost everybody had a really hard time during that time. Yeah, so I think it makes totally. people uncomfortable. And right. I think that maybe what happens worst years of my life. Yeah. Some and of so them. I think maybe some of the worst years of my life right. was middle school. And then, so there's something about seeing 
kids, child actors grow up that is like this, like, you know, there's something about yeah, a child fuck actor. That. I hated that time of my stupid life. <laughs> yeah. And now I gotta watch these idiots go through it as well yeah. and be in a big budget show. Fuck them. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a sub- subconscious uh, resentment towards the just that whole time period of, of development, yeah. which I think is the most interesting time. You're one foot into adulthood, one foot still in childhood. It's so fascinating. It is a fascinating you, time. Yeah. Well, it's the second you know, puberty because you have puberty when you're like a like a tiny puberty when you're in like a toddler because all of these things are changing right. and all of these like hormones are changing and then you have it again when you become a teenager so it's just all these feelings feeling different for the first time right and that's why whenever they say like oh kids going through puberty they're just over emotional and they just can't handle it. it's like what are you talking about they're flooded with feelings that they have never been able to really feel and process before right wouldn't you flip out too right yeah also also i'm tired of making the 80s look sexy you know what the 80s are awkward and stupid as fuck just like the way those kids look and act at this point in their development okay that's the real 80s all right dumb weird hair and and bad just everything bad just shapes were bad everything was bad (laughs) the drape they would just like drape a curtain like thing over your body that's what we're gonna do put some neon on it you know what it's difficult to look good in neon I know I can pull it off but I think that it's like that large swaths of neon at times can be a little rough like poofiness for no reason you know what I mean in places In places that shouldn't be poof, like they put like, oh, there's, he's got poofy knee pants. You know what I mean? You're just like, what? <laughs> That's the 80s. All right. It's a- like definitely 11 is wearing some, I think, very realistic, like, uh, like jumpers that just went down to like below <laughs> the knee. Do you remember this? Yeah. Look? Like yes, anything embroidered yes. on it? Because that was uh-huh. around the time when I had my embroidered jean jacket that had all of the Winnie the Pooh characters on. Oh, I had a lot of Winnie the Pooh clothes as well at that time, too, Uh like as a sixth grader. like A lot of embroidery. Speaking of things that look like so sexy as a headline online, but are uh, in reality, I'm pretty sure that's going to be a dog shit film. How dare you? I bet it's going to be great. We're talking about the Winnie the Pooh slasher film because I know that it wasn't my exact idea. They took your idea, though. They took my idea. Can I ask this? Are they not supposed to be just guys in masks with cl- obviously like wearing gloves? Because if not, if they're just actually, am I, if I'm supposed to buy that these are like actually a bear and a pig, like humanoid thing, I think I'm, they're supposed to be masks. Okay. Right? If, if, if that's the case, but no, but the whole time I'm reading the description, it's like, no, it's Winnie the Pooh and Christopher Robin left and they were forced to like fin for themselves and we make were, them go insane. We by the insane. way talking about Winnie the Pooh blood and honey, which you guys were so amazing that every, it just came out because earlier this year, apparently Winnie the Pooh entered the public domain, but only the from 1926 and before Winnie the Pooh. So it doesn't include Tigger, where because Tigger comes in in 1928 in oh. Welcome to Pooh Corner, which, yes, does sound like a corner of a street <laughs> covered in mint. But that's where Tigger shows up. So there's no Tigger in this. And in this movie, Eeyore is dead. But we don't get to see Eeyore's death. And they have to come out because... Like Christopher Robin grew up and they are starving to death in which I do love that concept that they are starving and that they have to leave the hundred acre forest so that they can go out and essentially, I guess, kill some people. 
I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I wish there was more kiss in it because you know I'm I'm here more for the kiss, but something tells me that we're not going to get a lot of Piglet and Winnie the Pooh kissing. I this. think either this is like one of those really, it's just so fun to watch B, B horror film. Like the acting's just bad in the right way. The, you know, kills are just fun enough that it's fun. If it doesn't have it, I think it's going to just be one of those. I just think this, this is such a, I feel like we're trying to get into the, I'm, I'm at least starting to become very aware of like what makes something that's fun to talk about for five seconds on social media for a, you know, or for like a day and what is actually going to be like a good movie. Right. And this just reeks of that kind of thing. Like, like uh, that, that Disney world movie. What was that Disneyland movie that they, they uh, remember that the, like the, the escaping Neverland oh, uh, tomorrow, like escaping from tomorrow. Is that what it was called? Like or something like that or whatever. And it was like, we, we snuck in cameras and filmed this movie. And it was like, so cool as a trailer and something to get hype about. And then the movie was dog shit. And that's sorry to be a negative Richard Whoa. Pratt, wow. but I'm going to be a negative, negative Richard, Richard Pratt. Pratt showing up. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. After I said, Cancel season four of Stranger yeah, Things. Yeah, we're really wow. Right. We're trying to do an experiment today. where we do these early in the morning, and maybe this is why we're, we got a little bit of the morning grumps we in us. So, what's yours, Jackie? What do you want to take a fucking fat dump on right now? <laughs> well, we had just recorded Riverdale Roundup, and I screamed <laughs> through that. So, I feel like I put all of my anger into Riverdale this week. <laughs> and so, you got to spread it around sometimes. So, I'll be the positive one today. Can you say, Three words that you hate about Riverdale right now. Just three words that would describe uh, what you hate. What is it called? The malefactorum? Mm-hmm. MJ? <laughs> That's uh, I, guess. I honestly That's don't word. even remember that part, and I just I'm watched that. it. I'm going to say the word tether. tether. I'm going to say that word <laughs> pisses me off about Riverdale. Tether. Yeah. I really think I hate those tethers, and I guess... I'm just going to say it. Percival. Last one. I hate Percival Pickens. I'm not going to get into <laughs> me screaming about Riverdale. Because Holden, you're trying to get me to scream about Riverdale right now. Yeah, you only is listening up. to scream about Riverdale. Go hang out at the Riverdale Roundup because uh, <laughs> MJ and I both yelled. We channeled our anger into Riverdale this week. <laughs> and I think that we needed that. We needed And honestly, there is nothing like watching an episode of Riverdale and within 12 hours of watching an episode of like a real show like Stranger Things. Whatever, however you feel about season four. It is indeed a real show with writers who seem to be invested in the plot line <laughs> in a way that Riverdale just isn't. And so it will really just stand out to you. Yes. And I mean, all of this really comes down to, yeah, is it a segue? No, it's not. It's early. Daddies. I wanted to bring wow. up daddies earlier and I wanted to talk about daddies when we definitely get into how much semen one is supposed to swallow to give you better <sighs> fertility, which we will get into in just a moment. But first, I want to promote our DILF Awards. We are going to be hosting the DILF Awards next week, June 8th. Come hang out over on Sidebar. Holden, are we doing it on yours or on mine? Do you want to oh, do it on I don't mine know. since you're we're so doing yours. All right. Coming out, we're going to be hosting. Wait, also, sidebar. MJ, are you hosting <laughs> this Dilf Awards with us? I, sidebar. Yes, yes sidebar. I will be there. Okay. Keep these in. We're going to be. <laughs> 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 sidebar, Jackie, are you fucking. <laughs> 
stupid. <laughs> oh, I feel stupid. I feel stupid. I think I'm cursed. I'm worried that I'm cursed. And you know what? April, you can leave this part in. I think I might be cursed right now. There's something going on. I need good energy. Please, someone send me some good energy. My life is slipping out of oh, my control I just right now. Love and I got to LA and I saw it. An old haggard woman on the street. She was just going, I was like, hey, you look like a witch. She was like, yeah, I fucking am a witch. I was like, can you curse my friend for a funny joke? Oh my God. I said, I wish I could have gotten thinner. Please thinner me instead. No, I got Kate bushed. And now I am bushed. I tell you what. Running up that hill, girl. Running up that hill. I'm like, Sisyphus. I guess you can call me Jackafus, but that sounds like I'm into something very different. Yeah, what is David in here? What you want I, the I, anger, Holden? The dad- you did this. <laughs> <laughs> you did this. The daddy award. We're going to be talking about Dilfs. June 8th. We're going to be talking about Dilfs. June We're going to be talking about uh, Gilfs, too. Grand Grandfathers you we could, could have sex with. We could. If you want to nominate Gilfs. a daddy to be up for an actual award, this is Strix sponsored. So also, man, check out Strix. Strix has been unbelievable to work with. Hell yeah, dude. Whatever it check out, Jackie 15 is dead to no, the world. You look, gotta... Use your code Jackie15 <laughs> at Strix.com. <laughs> Holden and I are competing over our coupon codes now. Um, but you want to choose mine, obviously. <laughs> and so Jackie15 over on Strix.com. Um, makes amazing makeup. And all three of us are working with them now. But they're also sponsoring the DILF Awards. So if you want to nominate a daddy to be up for Daddy of Chat MILF, MILF, DILF Awards, <laughs> come hang out over on Jackin' with the Holdies this Friday over on twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. That is this Friday. Come hang out. And then the DILF Awards will be June 8th. On twitch.tv forward slash oh no, it's Jackie next Wednesday, June 8th. Come hang out with us because we are gonna. If you think that this is nutsy sauce, <laughs> you wait till the day. I'll tell you this right now, audience. I am physically afraid to be <laughs> even in a room with Jackie right now. So it's gonna be. A- <laughs> Oh my god, she's turning into a chicken. (laughs) Oh, turkey time. It's turkey time, y'all. And speaking of nutsy sauce, what other kind of sauce comes out of there? It's semen. And yes, we are talking about (laughs) Kourtney Kardashian. (laughs) That's a segue. That's what I call a segue. segue. Back on her game, Jackie Zabrowski. She only, you know, just like a teenager, sometimes they lose their path and they find their way back. You can't. Yeah, I've only had a segue too. You would have to run up that hill. You just lean forward, and it would take you up (laughs) on its own. Nutsy sauce. Across America, BP supports more than two hundred and seventy-five thousand jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio, and. Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait. You look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money. A lot less. 
I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start saving today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. And uh, we were talking about Kourtney Kardashian here. Kourtney Kardashian's doctor told her that she needs to swallow her husband Travis Barker's semen four times a week to help with her fertility. Now, I'd love to hear from uh, two parents on the show. Were you guys ever told that? (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, you know, I think it's the kind of situation where, like, um, I think it'd be fun to be a doctor for, like, these types of people (laughs) because you could literally tell (laughs) them anything and they'll do it. And you know what I mean? Like, you couldn't do that with just any everyday folk. But if I had... Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker coming to me as a doctor, but like, okay, this is what you have to do. You need to sleep with a dead pig in your bed for <laughs> the Black next. Mirror. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because of the, or you tell them up top, because at first they were told to have a strict fast and then force them to abstain from sex, give up caffeine, and forego exercise to help. With her fertility, uh-huh. I don't. I've never had to work on my fertility. In fact, it's more of the opposite of what I've had to deal with with most of my life. So I just, what do they tell you though? Like, what does? What are you supposed to do? Listen, you uh, can- just wait for the ovulation window and have sex. Yeah, you can but, go I mean, down you know. fertility rabbit holes. Don't get me wrong, yeah. and there will be all sorts <laughs> of like, you know, there will be all sorts of bizarre. Shit that you will like. I yes. was like, and I'm lucky enough too. I want to say I'm very lucky. We were very lucky and very blessed with our not having a massive struggle over this. So I'm sure I would. I'd be drinking my own fucking cum <laughs> if we were if we were a year in, two years in, and still trying to have a baby. Right. And, I would you know. love to be that doctor for you. <laughs> oh, hold it, uh, here's a here's a prescription. Yeah, I'd be like tub boy, but with cum. You know what I mean? Is that inappropriate oh, to say on the podcast? Is that bad? Oh, say. which hole is it coming out of? <laughs> oh, God. Back in the day. Yeah, Bring it dude. up, Tub Girl. What are we going to start talking about? Lemonparty.com? Oh, gee. Oh, well, if you'd like to check out lemonparty.org, uh, it's a great place to go if you're uh, considering uh, different uh, political issues That's and want to get it sorted thing, out. Is it? Is that Sure it is. I mean, I'm immediately typing it in to see. Sure it is. What the fuck yep, is lemonparty.org? Is. is that something from the rap? You don't know lemonparty.org. All right, let's just explain it because the, we can we can be cheeky monkeys all day, but we should explain to MJ. I will also say if you are underage, do not go to lemonparty.org. Yeah. Should I go to yes. lemonparty.org? Right yeah, now? actually, yeah, go to MJ, I'd love to hear so your first. MJ, this is what happens. You, you convince someone to go to lemonparty.org under some false premise and type in lemonparty.org and just, uh, you know, let's get a live react right now live from react. MJ. Oh, wow, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking at there, MJ? Uh, I'm looking at a threesome between three old guys. Yeah, that is it. That's it. It is. That is That's certainly it. just it's it. It's just a picture of that, and you just try to convince people. And when you are 13, it is the funniest thing in the yeah. world. <laughs> At least it's like one of the. Just that's it's it. probably the most like the least harmful one to the soul and mind. Yeah, I was to afraid like, it was yeah. going to be something that I could really. Never right, see, but you. yeah, I no, wouldn't do fine. that to you because I, I can't. I'm so sensitive to that kind of stuff, yeah, like no. like tub girl, whatever. Like I can't. 
handle it. Like some people are like, wow, look at this one. Like they just keep looking at different stuff. You know what I mean? And I was, I'm just, I can't. Honestly, it's why it. I never really screwed with 4chan. Yeah, any no. of that yeah. Stuff. Like, I, don't I just never see did 4chan because see. exactly. I never did 4chan. Same reason. I just can't handle it. Like I, I appreciate its existence to a certain degree. I know it's like evil, but it's sort of like this thing that kind of the, the internet, it's like, it has to exist because the internet exists sort of in a certain way, but it's right. also terrible. But, um, uh, I am not. Yeah, I've never, uh, never dabbled very, very long in dabbled that space. Lemon party. <laughs> I feel like Ugh. to go back to the swallowing semen to get more fertile thing. <laughs> Please, like that old man did. party picture. <laughs> I feel like it reminds me of like when I was pregnant and I listened to music in my headphones. I would like tell myself like, "Oh, the baby's listening to music with me," but then I was like, "No, the baby can't hear the fucking music. The baby's not like a like a." It's not like God, you know, like it's not like right. just because the baby's in my uterus doesn't mean like everything I experience. The baby's they, an omniscient narrator of your life. Right. Yeah. Like they can't hear what's inside my brain, you know, but like so there's it's one of the, the, the drinking semen to get more fertile thing is one of those things where you're like, yeah, that sounds right. It's something you can do. It's something you can uh, It's not going to hurt you to do it, right. but nothing about it scientifically, and I'm not a doctor. Apparently, this other person is, but still, <laughs> from my perspective, there's literally nothing about that scientifically that would me- make that true. I just, it's so bewildering that you would even accept that as a suggestion. You know what I mean? And then, that's why I think this guy's fucking with them. I think he's literally like, all right, and then you have to sit in a bucket of piss. Definitely. For, you know what I mean? Because you could just tell go them whatever. Go down to the corner of poo and you have to oh, just go God, find please. go find your Eeyore. And you know, Kim and Kardashian said that is. celery juice <laughs> cured her psoriasis. Like that family's relationship to like yeah, the medical just... profession is like, let's not, whatever doctors they have found I don't think are the doctors who we need to listen to maybe for or whatever all, yeah, alien bodies they I have it works for them the uber rich I just think they can you know especially if they're all lifestyle-y type people and not just like the normal brand of workaholic uber rich right that you also have right that just work themselves and drink themselves to death right and then you have just the uber rich that are like I'm into healing and all these different ways and then like just a fucking parade of fuck faces enter their life and just like, yeah, um, say the word uh, Skylark 12 <laughs> times a day and it'll make your fucking arms grow long. You know what I mean? Just like, you can <laughs> just say That's always anything. what I want. I want my arms to be so long and never have to bend over ever again. <laughs> yeah. I just kind of lean to the side. I'm like, I can pick oh up God. anything. Skylark, Skylark, Skylark. <laughs> I'm doing fine. <laughs> I actually, with my back issues these days, I would actually pay some good money to have arms that completely touch the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. And also, I feel like if you've been struggling with infertility, I know from friends that have struggled with this for a long time that you get to a point where you're like willing to try yeah, and I'll you'll try, try anything. Tell oh, me yeah. what I got to try. This is I'll why try the, it. But this is why that family is so fucking dangerous because like it's just like the celery juice paralysis thing it's like okay yeah like that's and that's relatively harmless and so I guess so is drinking semen but like you know it's just like people people are gonna listen to you and now all these women are gonna be like I guess I should drink my husband's cum four times a week and who does that benefit not them. Maybe no. them if they uh, love beaches. Yes, like, they love Travis it. Travis Parker, yeah. yeah, it benefits him. See, of course you have him going, oh, I love this dog. Yeah, this is my favorite doctor. 
Oh, now she's got to, because we can't have a baby. Now she's got to eat my fucking cummies. (laughs) Like, all right, bro. We get it. So cool. You know what I mean? It's really cool for you. Good for you. (laughs) And then it is just like, was it Marlon Wayans that was just like, Hell yeah, bro! Like, of course, it's just I'm gonna like use it for out. to be a bad man to the women of the land. You like, know what oh, I mean? Yeah. I'm just like, all right, here we go. Let's roll out all the goof em ups, right? Guys. And ain't nothing wrong with anybody who wants to guzzle their husband's cum, but like, sure. should, let's let's not pretend that it has some a specific benefit. That again, usually people are seeking, like when they are when they are you know in need. Like, let's not peg that to this. Like, make it something else funny, like drinking your... I mean, we've all heard that drinking semen will, you know, help your skin and stuff. So make it something harmless like that that you read in Cosmo. There you go. Yeah. Or make it something harmless. I just sent you guys this article, and I think it's because I saw Charlie Puth in a very small club recently that he just happened to be drunk and decided to perform at. And um, speaking of cum, I guess. (laughs) Oh, God. It's more this of the Charlie Puth. <laughs> I forgot to look at this article. He jerked off to a song? He jerked. What he does that told, even mean? So, he, so Charlie Puth, is, who is a musician, he is friends with Adam Levine. Yes, Adam Levine from Maroon 5. And he recently told Adam Levine that the first song he ever jerked off to was This Love Has Taken Oh my God. Uh, I, right? She said goodbye. goodbye. Like, I had to share it with you because I was like, that is, and it's, it has nothing to do with the jerking off. I have just can't imagine listening to Maroon 5 and being like, I'm so horny. Like the guy in the Janet Jackson video where you're just like, <laughs> I must. Like that song? I mean, there really? must have been some kind of, but it was, I mean, I talk about, jer- you know, having to jerk off to music videos back when, you know, but in the olden days, but sure. the pre-internet days. A music sure. But video. I don't know yeah. that that's what this, he's not, I don't think he's even gay though, per se. Who listens to an audio song? A song. To, to, to and it's like, wow. You guys like, don't understand. And, and then is he's that serious like, about wow, music. He's, he's such a, exactly. Yeah, that's what like, he's oh, such a musician. Music moves that, like, me so much. Music can make him hard to his core. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's so dumb. It because that's what he says. Booth spoke openly about the value of sex and how it intertwines with his music oh my career. He says, God. this is a really weird sentence. But if you took the instrumental only of my music, I Shut want people up. to almost get turned on by Shut the frequency. No. Fuck off. No. no. By the no. frequency, guys. By Come the on, frequency. Guys. No. Turn I need the a, frequency. I need to see a picture of like tits as well okay if we can get that yeah we've all been moved by music let's not inflate two different (laughs) things we've all been turned on we've all been moved so corny and and then and then to be like i'm so tapped into sexuality uh, with music and stuff and so the song that really got me was maroon five not like I don't know, Marvin Gaye or like some, I don't know, something that's like, se- like that song isn't even sexy. Like I don't even yeah, understand. It's like a it's radio a fucking, song. How do you even go to the CBS grocery store? pharmacy fucking yes, song. Right. That I listen to, I'm like, yes. fuck this song. I want to get out of here so bad because of course for the million times CBS, you didn't turn the AC cold enough. So I'm sweating at the CBS. <laughs> I got this love plan. Oh yeah, really great time to jerk my fucking dick up. Now I'm wet, fired up. Now I'm fired up. Yeah, it reminds me of like, like shopping for antiperspirants <laughs> and 
and no. acids. Like, Man, now yeah. whenever you hear an old woman sing running up that hill, Holden, I hope it brings you hardness. Yeah. yeah, so many times throughout my life have I heard an old woman <laughs> sing that song. Oh, I mean, wouldn't we? It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> It, 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 Jackie, it goes like this: running up that hill. Run, why would you go? Why? No, Jackie's you're right. A, you're, it does you're, you're, Thank you, MJ. Thank you so much. She's got a much higher voice. I was more hit, trying to hit the note more than right, it. It's very you know, Cynthia right. and swoopy. Yeah. You know, it's like ooh. it's swoopy. Thank you very much, MJ. I get it. That song. I mean, even they have sexier songs. You know yes. what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, Wuthering Heights is great. I will, and I, I, I dig Kate Bush too. It's just there's only so much I can hear. I mean, even the song Maroon Five has sexier songs. You oh, know, that yeah, yeah, song yeah, 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 is not like that song is like. <laughs> Just a oh, so you were saying you're saying if you had to jerk it to a Maroon Five song, yeah, it would be a different song. It definitely, oh, I will say, it wouldn't it. be it wouldn't be moves like Jagger. I hate that is probably my least favorite song. Maybe one of my top least favorite songs ever. Yeah, what remember when they played like the Super Bowl? Then girls like you, and then girls like me, uh, and then girls like us. Ew, yeah, dude. Yeah. I yeah, hate yeah. fucking Remember when they played like, so the Super Bowl halftime show? And I was like, everyone was like, oh, I don't even think I know that many Maroon 5 songs. And then as they went, everyone was just like, oh, I know that song. And I hate that song. It was yeah. just like a gradual <laughs> tour of every song you know God, and can't awful, fucking stand. Right? They, they bring that, they bring it yes. back out of me, that hatred I had for like boy bands and stuff back when I was in like middle and high school. It's like brings it back out of me. And like, meanwhile, just all those sound. boy bands, like I had to had that for NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. Turns out they were great. And Maroon yeah, 5 fucking Yeah, I like them in sucks. hindsight. Yeah. Oh, moves. I dag out. You got the move. I like, ooh, I hate that fucking song. <laughs> I so I don't know why. I don't like Adam Levine. I yes. think it, it mm. really pours into, because like Maroon 5, it's, it's just is in my brain. I'm like, Okay, it exists. But then I just look at Adam Levine's face and I'm just like, there's just, there's something about him that just yeah. rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, really he's bad. I way. will say, apparently, because they're always on like the Ask Reddit of like what band was great at first and then went very quickly downhill or lost quality over time. And they're always listed like their early stuff apparently was like actually okay and I should go listen to they it. They had maybe. another band, I'm looking at the Wikipedia right now, called Kara's Flowers that apparently that Ugh. is more, which... <laughs> yeah, well, well, sh well the name's the somehow shittier. <laughs> somehow that was a shittier name of a band. Kara's as flowers, but it sounds like a fucking shitty flower delivery service in a mall in a Cares fucking Stranger flowers. Things mall. <laughs> um, but I guess we got to swing right into the celebrity conspiracy theory. Is it about Adam Levine? He's got to be. He's probably not a good person, right? Or do I just get those vibes for no reason? I actually was going to go to bat for him and be like, oh, I think he's probably okay in real life, but I just don't like his sensibilities when it comes to music. But MJ sh sh threw, sh fired the shots. MP MJ's on the fucking rampage now. There, must, yeah. there must be a reason why we all hate him. I thought that we knew he was not like not like a bad man, but like a I just like hate his music. It's just, well, he's just very, he's, you know what it That's is? What it is. He, I think he's just a shitty man and not he a He looks man. like yeah. the guy at least from my perspective this is just for me he looks like the fucking guy who you everyone knows sucks but still ends up taking home the girl you're crushing on 
from the house party in like college or whatever, right? Or in or, or your early 20s in New York City from the bar, right? He's that guy where literally the girl you're crushing on who like you, she knows you kind of like her and but whatever and it's just not going to happen. She's like, yeah, he is a fucking piece of shit. I hate that guy. And then he shows up and you just like the last thing you see before you just decide to get blackout drunk is them walking out into the street together to go get a cab ride home to have yes. some fucking annoying sex sex the, the next day she's like he's not even good at bed you know what i mean like you're just like fucking stop doing this to yourself stop doing this to everybody stop doing this to me stop doing this to you right he looks like that guy right he does look like that guy <laughs> and, and especially like he works very hard on his body so i think he all i think that's part of me that like he looks like he knows how stereotypically like hot he is and mm. uses that. He's like the situation. The, think, he reminds me of the yeah, situation. <laughs> I would bit. love it if you ever meet Adam Levine. Be like, I always thought you were like the situation from Jersey Shore. <laughs> Just to Are see you like the look on his face. <laughs> Are you like that guy? Do you always like meddle and like you never take responsibility for anything? You're like a complete asshole. Like, are you that guy? <laughs> are you that guy? Uh, all right, Celebrity Conspiracy. Well, it goes right back around to where we were talking about in the beginning of the episode. Hit me Ooh. with the share. Do you believe it? Are Cole Sprouse and Lily Reinhardt not filming together? Whoa. Honestly, that would make complete Right? Sense. Yes. That maybe that explains the absolutely baffling plot lines from this season. <laughs> they can't be in the same room together. <laughs> this one comes in from Hannah, who writes, Hey guys, longtime listener, first time writer, winky face emoji. Ooh. I decided to write in as Riverdale plods to a close about a theory <laughs> I have been cooking up in my own head since Cole Sprouse and Lily Reinhardt split. I noticed a while back that the scenes involving Jughead and Betty are shot really weird. Instead of a two-shot and an over-the-shoulder mixed with some close-ups, uh, but a two-shot, just two people in the same frame, that over-the-shoulder, you know what they're talking about, the camera's Ooh, behind the actor, and boy. then close-ups. Yeah, we get a little breakdown. You know what I'm saying? A two-shot, a three-shot. I know some director kind of <laughs> stuff or whatever. Boy. I don't know. I've dabbled a little bit. I'm kind of good with all the lenses and everything. Wow. I know how to fucking make a movie. I don't know how to fucking make deals happen. I'll make a Winnie the Pooh movie. Uh, <laughs> most of the time they shoot Betty and Jughead separately and then have some kind of alternate angle like another close up or medium shot but looking down at each of them separately now Maybe I am putting too much thought into this. Maybe my brain is seeing things that aren't there. Quite possible, as this entire show is a fever dream. But <laughs> me thinks Lily Reinhardt and Cole Sprouse are not filmed together most of the time, save for a few select scenes. Could this be scheduling conflicts as Cole Sprouse wines, dines, and ditches women in their hotel rooms? Mm, we talked about that oh yeah. too long ago. Possibly. Or maybe they just can't be in the same room together anymore. Too spicy, perhaps. More likely, they just hate each other at this point. What do you think? Am I thinking about this too much? I need you guys to analyze along with me. Ha ha. Thanks. Thank you, Hannah. Love it. Love, love it, it, Hannah. Absolutely love it. Especially because they had an inkling of, they like dallied with the fact that like, oh, are Jughead and Betty going to get back together? Right. But then you notice, MJ, that was just a blip. Total and then blip. immediately gone again. So I do think that there's something to it. I think mm. there's something to it too because there's been almost I mean it's hard to explain what's a conspiracy and what's just the again absolutely incomprehensible choices of the writers this season but mm. um, you know like there's almost never scenes with the four of them together. There's very few scenes between Betty and Jughead even though like it would make sense for their characters to be collaborating or at least ever together. I'm 
totally sold on this theory and I want to know how deep it goes. Like, is it influencing the plot lines that they can develop if they can't be in the same scenes together? It always blows my mind when these situations come up is it's like, wow, how much power you have to wield to be able to have that much of an effect on a massive production like Riverdale or anything of its ilk, right? Like so many people are involved, so many hands, so many different workers on that set. Yeah. Uh, It just blows me away to be like, no, I cannot be on the soundstage with him. And also, who couldn't have seen this coming if you date your co-star and you're, you know. And all of them, like Veronica dates Reggie in the show as well as also dated him in real life. And then they broke up where it's like, you don't, Fall in love at the at Jersey, the Jersey Shore. Shore. You don't. Um, hello. Wow. <laughs> you guys have to join us on on Thursdays, please. Over on Patreon.com forward slash Page Seven Podcast, we have so much fun watching the Jersey Shore. It's my favorite time of the week. Yeah, right there. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's now I just relate everything there. to the yeah. Jersey Shore. It's because it's the guiding framework for my life. Yes. <laughs> so I guess Holden, you can't even say if you believe or not because uh, you're not you're not a Riverdale believer. The way I that know, we are. but based on their dating history and everything I know from YouTube squawkers. Oh, we're squawking. You know, we believe <laughs> over here. Always be squawking. I'd probably believe it. Yeah. All right. All right. Fine. We all believe. We believe. Always be squawking. <laughs> ABS, baby. ABS. <laughs> and now it's time for the list. Always oh, be squawking. Who's on the list? Jackie. Gotta have that list. Ooh, see, this one just had some good juicy, you know, Cracked a lot of times has just like random facts in one list, but sometimes the lists surprise you, and this is one of those lists, like Celine Dion and James Cameron both hated My Heart Will Go On. Dion didn't much care for the song in general, and Cameron just didn't think a pop song would fit the epicness of the movie's story. (laughs) It's not often when you are both wrong and get richer at the same time. Uh, wow. I hate that. I hate it too. <laughs> I kind of love that Celine Dion didn't much care for the song. That I mean, is it fun. is Yeah. It's incredible. It has a f- kind of a flute sound I don't love. It's a very slow. But it's so nautical. Boring. It's, so <laughs> <laughs> it's fine that she like, didn't like it, even though I do feel like it's very Celine Dion-y. But I think it's annoying yeah. that James Cameron was like, a pop song will not embody the depth of my movie. I'm sorry, James yeah, Cameron. Him. It was a pop movie. It was a pop yes. movie about a terrible catastrophe, but it was a pop yes. movie that, of course, needed a pop song. Of course it did. But did this need to happen? I can't even imagine, Holden, how your penis would have exploded. Pamela Anderson <laughs> was almost Dana Scully. Wow. According to Gillian Anderson, she was originally told that the producers were looking for someone bustier, Taller, leggier. And also with the last name of Anderson. Uh, I guess. That's so, yeah, and also weirdly with the last name of Anderson. Uh, Louis Anderson also (laughs) almost got. (laughs) Rest in peace, Louis. Uh, But yeah, I, uh, you know, always say VIP. I had a VHS tape where I just taped 
my favorite uh, moments from an episode of VIP that I would then incorporate into my bedroom activities. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would play some songs first to really get me in the mood. Say, yeah, yeah. yeah. I play, uh, yeah, Tonight, Tonight by Smashing Pumpkins. That would get me hard. You know, <laughs> tonight, 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 tonight. No, then you put on some Maroon 5 and then yeah, you're yeah. really good to go. Hey, it's us. We're the Maroon 5 and yep. wow, bing, you're getting bing, horny, bing. boy. Honestly, though, yeah, yeah. way easier to imagine getting horny for Tonight Tonight than for Maroon 5. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know. Yes. I am actually like, oh, wow, I could kind of get hard I to could that song. Pumpkins, for sure. <laughs> but could you get horny to the Save by the Bell theme song? Scott Gale, the writer, wrote both the Golden Girls theme song and the Saved by the Bell theme song. And, and I oh, gotta wow. say, the man's got talent. That man's oh, yeah, got dude. talent. Wow. That's good. Man, what a fun gig. I bet I would be good at that gig. You for would sure. be good at that gig. Based you would, on, that'd be so fun. Based on all the songs you make up on this show, I think that you would be... Yeah. You're Harry Styles. He's a doctor, she's a dog, and together life's a slog. Hey! It's oh my god, the is, that the, is that the song for my wedding? <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be super fun. Um, Chaz, the Golden Girls, got to take those photos from the uh, Golden Girls set they had at DragCon, if you saw Yeah, it was so was cute. Fun. Your ladies and you on your Golden Girls set. Yeah, yeah Winnie, big fan of Golden Girls, uh, just loves the the show Let's everything scream. about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah but did you know that on terminator 2 judgment day arnold schwarzenegger got twenty one thousand dollars and 429 cents dollars per word twenty one thousand four hundred twenty nine dollars jesus christ one number it is one <laughs> Fuck, number man. jackie <laughs> that was so painful that was just like <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you got twenty one thousand dollars. So you got like twenty one bucks. Twenty nine dollars. Dollars. He got. He had twenty one thousand dollars plus four hundred twenty nine dollars. Add those two numbers up, and that's how many much money he made per word. Several thousand cents. Yeah. Many cents. <laughs> I'm saying it's per word, per word, because Arnold Schwarzenegger was paid $15 million for the movie, and he only had 700 words of dialogue. Wow. So he got paid $21,429, it's one word, per word <laughs> Amazing. that he said. For Isn't which movie? Crazy? For Terminator 2. Ah. Because, you know, he's all stoic and right. stuff, so yeah. He's like, I'll be back. Yeah. yeah, and it's such a... <laughs> yeah, he just says he, that. He That's the only thing he can say. I'll be back. They're like, all right, cool. Where are you going? To get a sandwich? Can I have one, too? I'll be back. All right. <laughs> okay. Ipikaye, motherfucker. All right. That's from a different right, movie a different entirely. Please, come on. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio... And producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait. You look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money. A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? 
Get the news you love and more for less. Start saving today. Visit sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Miss those, man, and I'll lament this all day. I miss those, you know, where's the Fast and Furious? You know, they have the word family, I guess. We're family, but 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 no fun, cheeky tagline yeah. to, to accompany our big action movie. What would happen to that? I, that was so great. Yeah, we need more yeah. cheekiness. We yeah. do need more cheekiness, like Laurel and Hardy. Are you a Laurel and Hardy fan, MJ? I don't know why I, I immediately think you Definitely. when I hear Laurel and Hardy. I like a, and a, I thought, an old-fashioned black and white slapstick team that transitioned from the silent era into the talkies. Absolutely. Well, then it's a weird hybrid for you, MJ, because Doe from The Simpsons <laughs> comes from a Laurel and Hardy actor. Homer Simpson's voice actor Dan Castellaneta based the now iconic uttering on Jimmy Finlayson, but shortened it from Doe <laughs> for pacing. <laughs> <laughs> That isn't that interesting. Oh, that's great. I, honestly, Laurel, Laurel and Hardy are fucking hilarious. Like, there is like the iconic scene of them is like they're driving a car, but you know it's like a 1920s car, and Hardy slams the door too, or maybe it's Laurel. One of them slams the door too hard, and then just gradually like the other door falls off, and then the tire falls off one by one, and then the next tire falls off. It's just like absolute lesson in like fantastic comedy timing if you watch comedy all that old old shit it's so good i gotta get into more of that and last but not least rue mcclanahan another golden girls item apparently kept all of blanche's clothing and mcclanahan had so many of blanche's polyester pants padded blouses and dresses that she had her apartment's kitchen transformed into a closet um, and that's just so Blanche, it hurts. And I keep Love possibly it. thinking about the fact that in Golden Girls, I think it's just because I'm watching it through for the first time right now. And the fact that they're supposed to be in their 50s. And it I makes know. me really happy that we have grown past that ideology that women in their 50s are like that. Yeah, very bizarre. To yeah, think about. It's really dumb. It's really dumb. It's just like, and just like that. Everyone compares the two and they're like, but in just like that, I'm done with talking about in just like that. Can it, I hate that it's coming back. I never started and I'm, I'm oh, done another too. season? It's I, another I'm season sure of it? I'm sure that it's coming back for another I season. I refuse I to saw... engage with it as a Samantha. It's a no from me. <laughs> Whoa, it's you from you, dog. It's a no from you, dog. And that's it for the list. All right. Well, there was the list, but uh, no show on page seven would be complete without me going... Blind! Items! Oh, I we can't see them! It's a fun little news story wrapped up into a blind item. Okay. Now that this long-time halftime sponsor has dropped out it means the a plus list singer is now first on the list of the powers that be to get her to perform pepsi and britney spears not britney spears but very good guess definitely pepsi definitely obviously the nfl super bowl halftime show there's a different singer one who may be the greatest singer songwriter of all time hey. <laughs> yeah, is what, it taylor was that Swift? you doing a Nell impression or was that the answer <laughs> hey, can you Dad clarify the answer 
This is all you went. You just went. And I don't know if you need medical help or if that was a guess. So MJ. Well, I saw the little smile glazing over your face and how your eyes were going into the middle distance. And so I figured it was a How fun that would that be for me, though, if that happened? That would be very so, fun yes. for you. Um, because apparently... Um, so first of all, news story bit. After 10 years, Pepsi is no longer the sponsor of the NFL Super Bowl halftime show. I did not know this. Wow. It is unknown who exactly will be taking on the $50 million price tag to replace Pepsi. Though rumors are swirling. It either may be Amazon or Verizon. You know, that makes sense. Usual suspects. It should also be noted, though, that T-Swift has been in a partnership with Diet Coke since like 2013. I don't know if she's still in the partnership, but it was a long-term partnership when they struck it up. And I think, and I think that this blind is also speculating that you know she was left off the list because of that because Pepsi was the sponsor the competitor of Coca-Cola mm. so now the doors have maybe been opened for a T Swift halftime spectacular how happy are you listener for me even if you hate every single time I bring her up <laughs> and it comes out fun. of my mouth <laughs> it's it's weird that she hasn't had one yet because i feel like it's the weird, best halftime yeah. shows are ones where again see maroon 5 where like Everyone knows at least 10 of their songs. Right. And everyone right. knows at least 10 of Taylor Swift's songs. They can just jukebox yes. it out. Yeah. There's so many good, you know, guest spots to opportunities. Definitely. You know. And all, unlike Maroon 5, at least 10 of her songs are very good. And it would be very, very fun, yes. very to enjoyable. dance to and, and party to. And, right. Yeah. And, and, and that's the kind of act, too, that I think it brings in the people they would want to bring in that might not initially be interested mm -hmm. in watching a football game. So again, I think that it works for that dynamic as well. It's really the perfect off uh, uh, concept. It's really the perfect idea. And if they don't do it, the they're all idea. stupid, perfect dumb idea. idiots that should be put into a rocket ship and blasted, I don't know, to the moon or some other far-seeing planet. You fucking morons if you don't choose her. It's the perfect idea. I it's mean, no one said it here. It's the perfect idea. I've got the perfect idea. Taylor Swift, halftime special. Wouldn't it be the, the best? Wouldn't it be the cat's pajamas? And there's just a cat in pajamas in the corner of the room being like, yeah! <laughs> Why? Where did that fucking dumb phrase come from? The cat's pajamas. Why? Did, I feel like first MJ, of all, cats hate wearing shit. Cats hate wearing stuff. Right, so why would a good thing be the pajamas on a cat when cats despise pajamas? Uh, Are you theory? taking this act on the road, Holden? <laughs> Doesn't this sound oh, like a real? It's because you're talking about the term "cat" also was coming into use by the flapper set as a slang word for a person oh. or a cool person. Thus, the cat's pajamas became a way to say that someone was cool. I was going to say it's got to be from the, the Laurel best. and Hardy days, at least. There you yeah. go. Other phrases such as. The Nats' whiskers what? were invented Nobody. around the same Let's time. Let's bring that Nobody one back. Says that. Yeah, let's oh, bring that one back. Nats' whiskers. There you go. Well, thank you so the much for Nats that. Nats' whiskers. <laughs> I guess I can't take the bit on the road anymore because we answered yeah. the question You're welcome. Just now. You're welcome, everybody. So I guess I'll, I'll uh, put that one back on oh, the shelf. I guess that's just the Nats' whiskers, isn't it? <laughs> how perfect would that be and how amazing would that be, huh? It would be the cat's pajamas. Would be I would actually be extremely <laughs> excited for a Taylor Swift halftime show, uh, yeah. so I'm happy oh, we all would. The world would. The world Even the people would. who are mean to me about I it online. I would be happy to feel the glow from you to watch you watch you watch it live. Person listening to this who's opening up the Facebook group right now, just know I love how much you hate it. I love, I love how much you hate it. I want you to go on Facebook right now and be like, I hate how he talked about it. And just know I don't read it and I love that you hate it. And I think it's great. And I love that you're listening to me tell you how much I love that Don't do this to Jeff. Jeff's it. gonna have to 
read it. Yeah, don't do it to Jeff. Jeff's one Just of the moms. Know, that's like what gives me a, like a pep in my step when I'm like walking to the burger place <laughs> to get lunch. You know what I mean? I'm like, they hate it when I talk about it. It's the monkey's eyebrows, which is also <laughs> All another. Right, please, we don't <laughs> need got... to. That's not a real one, is it? Is that monkey's a real one? eyebrows? Certainly what? is. <laughs> I got a list now, and I should never wow. have looked up. That's how so fun. That's what Jamas came about. That's so fun. I'm so happy for you for that. Just yeah, keep that pinned to whatever. <laughs> yeah, next week's list is already done, Jackie. Yeah, it's we already, already got it. Done. So just give us those. All right, here we go. That was only the first one. Let's keep it moving. This foreign-born model slash slash this foreign-born model slash actress that is everywhere these days uh, says she partied this week with this A-list actress who used to be in that book series turned franchise, and they ended up in bed together. The first person is like everywhere at like every event, making like a funny face and like hobnobbing and like partying and hooking up. Model slash actress. Model slash actress. Obviously, the second person is Kristen. Stewart, right? Yes. So who did absolutely. she hook up with? Who's a model slash actress? God, what else? What is she in? Let me just give you another hint. I don't know. What she's just that she's that like it girl right now who's like super hot, but she's course like hooking up with everybody. I don't know. She's a, a real Valerian. <laughs> what? That's the movie. What is so pleased with himself right That's now? That's the movie she's in. Wait, is that the, it? Was it the woman that was in the three way kiss with Taika Waititi? Is it uh, Tessa Thompson? No, her name rhymes with Mara <laughs> Seligin. Chloe <laughs> <Are we> Sevigny? <laughs> I don't have a blank in the world. Nat's Whiskers. Care. No. Care. Okay. Uh-huh. That Is it first Cara Delevingne? Yes. They used to be together. They were together, uh, though. Are they together? Oh, really? I think oh, they I were know. together. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I couldn't think of a single clue for her. She's been like, she's been like, I'm surprised we haven't talked about her more in the show because she's constantly like in photos with like very famous people, like making a weird face in the background or like there's all these rumors like she's just hooked up with everybody and she's just this party it girl right now. That's what I knew her from. I knew because she was dating St. Vincent. Cara Delevingne was dating St. Vincent. And I, yeah, she's like like, hot. She's like with all the hottest like actresses, musicians. The reason I don't talk about her ever is because I never, I'm just like, she's always around. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's never been anything that I'm like, she's dating and like banging lots of hot people. Lately, she's just And I would more, love to watch the tape. Yeah, exactly. She's just a sexy one to kind of follow, like a fun party girl in the moment right now. She's like yeah. every, she's at like every festival or like event, you know what I mean? Con and mm. blah, blah, blah. And that's where they were at. They were both at Con Film Festival recently. And it, sh- it should be noticed that <laughs> the Sorry, blinds used... But By the way, Jackie, it should be noticed noted that the blinds used the word awful to describe the book series turned franchise, but I deleted that for you. Wow. So there you go. Yeah. Thank you. For Removed it from the blind. negativity at home for the three <laughs> seconds that you read it. All right, well, what's up? I'm just staring at pictures okay. of like Kristen Stewart and St. Vincent, and yeah. I'm just like looking at pictures of characters. They're all I'm hot. Just, I'm, they're all very attractive. Yeah. yeah. It does. Um, the problem is, I think that also Cara Delevingne, 
gets me under where I feel like when we were watching Gossip Girl, where I I don't know if it's appropriate to say white blindness, but then I'm just like, oh, she's like really attractive. But if I was in front of her, I probably wouldn't know it was her. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where they're all like very attractive and like watching Gossip Girl. I'm like, oh, is that the one that does this thing? I was more with the boys in Gossip Girl that I was like, is that the, I just knew the one with the sneer was the bad one. The boys all look the same in Gossip. That was ridiculous. They all look the same. That's just, but that's one of those two where it's just like, okay, this casting director has a type. It's very fucking obvious. It's very funny when that happens. You're like, oh, this casting director does like this, huh? Does doesn't they this like fey boy right. thing that anyways all right closing it out this former a-list reality star who has been making a comeback has already really made a comeback at this point lost millions on her nft <gasps> Lindsay lohan no the other one <laughs> paris hilton from that era yes because ah. she also she bought a Bored Ape Yacht Club NFT. She's been creating oh. her own Idiot. NFTs. She's, she's, well, and you saw that. Did you see that clip from her on Jimmy Fallon? Everybody was making fun of it. They're both just like, yeah, look, my monkey man. And he's like, yeah, I also, you convinced me to spend way too much money on a picture of a monkey. <laughs> and here's my monkey man. Isn't it so cool? And they're like hyping it up like it's cool. And you're just like, this does not co- compute. This doesn't compute. It's so weird. It's so weird to watch these people with so much money be like, I'll fuck my money away. Yeah. yeah How Snoop do I do Dogg's it? Snoop going so, I just started following Snoop Dogg on Instagram and it's all just trying to get people to get in the Snoop NFT shit going. Really? And it's just like, stop it. Yeah, it's a lot. Paris had this to say, I've always been an undercover nerd, so I've been obsessed with anything to do with technology in the future. Now my new nickname is the queen of the meta Universe. Whoa. Oh my God. She's just like Doctor Strange. She's just like all of us <laughs> and Doctor Strange weirdly at the same time, which is unbelievable. Music note fight. Am Don't I right, people? Don't dare bring it up again. <laughs> She's no, just like well, all of us and like Doctor look, Strange. Look, Jackie, <laughs> we get it. You don't like sorcery, but some of us do How appreciate sorcery. Oh, I did even bring up Willow. We're talking about Willow next week, oh, so you please. bookmark this. Okay, we're talking about Willow next week because I just I watched it for the first time. How do I do that? Bookmark it. Put it in your brain. Bookmark it. Thank Willow. you. <laughs> MJ bookmarked it. I just watched it. Yeah, it's there. Thank Great. The, the, the Smith children, of course, we have to talk about them. But uh, before we get into... I get it. That was get it? good pop culture. Ah, Thank you. Yeah, topical. There you go. Yeah, she's into sorcery, I bet. I'm all sorcery all the time. <laughs> Interesting. Sounds like, yeah, that would be someone's, something someone would say if they were clearly, secretly... A, ha- a sorcery hater. Music but... note. I just sent a music note to <laughs> Zoom. So that's oh, it. Oh, it's like I'm in a bad movie oh, action sequence. Oh. <laughs> I'm just I'm kidding. People are like, oh, all right, please. We're not putting <laughs> them all together. The music note. It came through the Zoom screen. It's a real multiverse out here. <laughs> Oh, thanks, guys. I needed the laughs today. Yeah, yeah. So, of course. You guys. You're welcome. Really appreciate it. I can see you again. We're done. Congratulations. Welcome back, Holden, <laughs> and goodbye, everybody else. Thank you guys so much for <laughs> joining us today. And don't forget, remember when I screamed in the middle of the podcast? There, we're doing the DILF Awards on June 8th, Wednesday, June 8th, over on twitch.tv forward slash 
Oh No It's Jackie. We're going to be posting about it in our socials. So roll over and come hang out on Friday over on Jackin' with the Holdies over on twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho and come nominate a daddy of your own. And again, Strix is sponsoring it and they are making actual awards for people and I'm very excited about it. Thank you guys so much for joining us today, but other people have things to say. Hell yeah, dog. I laid at your feet. <laughs> Check it out. Twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. Uh, wow. Monday, Tuesday, Friday. Sca- so scary. Um, you, We've got a big marathon stream coming up as well. We've got a lot of things coming up. We've got the Ryman Show in Nashville. We've got a 15-hour stream fundraiser for me and Ed and Jackie called Two Weddings and a Baby. Uh, <laughs> that will be June 11th. We've got... Oh, my God, MJ, you have to see the poster of it because it's Julie great. photoshopped Killed it. me and Holden and Eddie and Baby Winnie's face on the three men and a baby. Oh, my God, that's cover. awesome. <laughs> awesome stuff and... And uh, yeah, Daddy Award, Dilf Awards, Daddy Awards, whatever you call it, is June 8th on, oh no, it's Shaggy. Twitch.tv forward slash Holdenator Show, Patreon.com forward slash Page 7 Podcast. And last but not least, Page 7 Podcast at gmail.com. Page the number seven, the numeral people, podcast at gmail.com. Those conspiracy theories saved my life. And thank you, thank you, everyone who sends them in. I will get to yours, I promise. MJ? My name is MJ, and I'm MJKLCat on Instagram. Oh, let's sing the song. Shout. 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 What were you about to sing? All right, please. All right, time for the shout outs. Let's do it. Shout. 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 Let it out. These are the emails that you wrote it about. Come on. We're going to run up that hill. Come on. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for sending in your amazing shout outs every week. And you can send in your own shout outs to page7podcast at gmail.com if you'd like. And that's page7podcast at gmail.com, seven the number. Now I read everything that you send, unless it's a celebrity conspiracy theory. I promise I never look at those. So always make sure to put in the subject line if it is a celebrity conspiracy theory or if it is for Holden or for MJ or if it's just for me. Always let us know, and I love you guys so much for taking the time to reach out regardless. Now it's time for our shout-outs. First up is Maria. Maria, I just want to say thank you so much and happy almost birthday, baby. Maria says, I want to send Gemini shout-outs for my bestie, Amy, and I. Our birthdays are almost the same, June 9th and 11th. We've been friends since we were in elementary school. We grew up on the same block. Through the years, our lives have had their ups and downs. We grew up, moved away, got married, etc., But somehow we both managed to move back to our hometown and live less than a block away from each other once again. That's amazing. She's the first person who will be brutally honest with me and call me out on my bullshit. But also she loves me and accepts me despite my shortcomings. She's my favorite person, besides my husband, to drink wine, spill tea, and laugh with. She's been there for me through so many good and bad times. Her friendship means the world to me. She introduced me to all things else. LPN. We both work 12-hour shifts and have time to listen to lots of podcasts. 
Amy has had her share of health issues, and despite living so close, we don't get to spend much time together. Page 7 has been a bright light to pick me up when I get in the doldrums. Oh, I love you, Maria. It's also my main source of celebrity gossip because I'm a busy mom of four and don't have time for much else. Oh, I hear ya. I mean, I don't personally hear you, but also much love to you. Maria says, I love to sing along with Jackie in the opening of the show. I hope you run up that hill, run up that road. I love the energy you all bring. I appreciate the perspectives you all bring in relationships, family, and mental health. Keep on killing it. Love, Maria. And we love you so much, Maria. Thank you so much for taking the time to send some love in. And now it's time. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just want to send all the love in the world to you, Emma. Do you guys remember that months ago, all of my love to you, uh, months ago, Emma wrote in about her kick-ass beloved grandma, Mama Cass, to send some love her way after her passing. And it's time for her birthday shout out. A shout out to Mama Cass. I hope it's your energy I'm feeling in my bones right now, Mama Cass, because I need you. Emma says, well, Mama Cass has been gone for six months, and today is her birthday. Her funeral happened the day after Mother's Day. She lived in a frozen zone of the country, so she was kept safe till the ground was breakable. She also chose her plot, photo included of her saying right about there, which Mama Cass, I just love you so much, as soon as she knew the cancer was happening. Today, my stepmom, my baby brother, and I went to have lunch by her grave for her birthday. She's literally exactly where she wanted to be buried at the top of the hill. It's got lights, flowers, and rainbow spinners like a holiday yard. We cranked the tunes from her 75th birthday playlist and had some drinks, though we didn't have her black velvet for safety. We discussed her favorite and least favorite housewives, and she responded with the wind. The rainbow spinners would go wild and settle down regardless of the breeze we were feeling. It was straight-up magic. I could feel her. Mom could feel her. Cedar pretended he couldn't feel her, but I know he did. How amazing is it that Mama Cass managed to live long enough to see the latest versions of her Hallmark holiday movies? How amazing that she was able to get the cemetery plot she straight up chose. And how fucking amazing she was there with us today. Knowing my grandma, she would be so damn tickled to know y'all shouted her out. Emma, I'm just sidebar. I don't even know if you meant for me to read this aloud, but I just, it, like, I, I feel like I felt Mama Cass as I read it, so I had to read it aloud. Emma says, the woman changed everyone she encountered, and I do believe for the better. Oh, shit, wait. One of her school bus students came to the funeral and got up to tell a story about how she was the person who made going to school less traumatic for him. It was so hard not to sob. I couldn't talk. Shocking, considering I always have too many thoughts and words. And I wish I had. I wish I had said the things I'm capable of typing to you about this amazing woman. I love her. I miss her. Well, Emma, I just want you to know I'm sharing it now, baby. So don't worry. And thank you so much for sending it in. And... Emma says, MJ, pour out a little one for Mama Cass this Hallmark Christmas movie season, will ya? And then shared some other pictures of Mama Cass. And I just want to say all my love goes out to you, Emma, and to your family. And I think I felt her today, even though I never met her. But, you know, maybe that's just because I'm vulnerable. But I also believe in those things. Much love to you. And also, oh, much love to Peter. Peter sent in such a beautiful shout out for their partner, Becky. Peter says, 
She's been doing such a great job of putting up with the terror of the American healthcare system, from prescriptions of Adderall never being written and mailed out to the eternal hunt for a pharmacy that wouldn't be so damn judgmental, assuming she'll sell it. It's a pain. Oh my God, I completely understand, Becky, and so much love goes out to you. Peter says, thankfully, she's at a consistent place now, and many of the pharmacists there have been very kind and helpful to keep all her medications in line. Becky's also been so amazing at letting me know how she's doing on any given day with her depression. I always am glad that she lets me know how rough a day it is so I can make it more bearable. I also want to say I'm so proud of her for making fun art she likes and we're slowly finding people who vibe with it. I totally checked it out. Please check out Becklo.com, B-E-C-K-L-O.com. She's got silly humor, sometimes a little gross, sometimes very cute, and it is adorable and her work is delightful. Becklo.com, B-E-C-K-L-O.com. Peter says, Becky, you're the most wonderful person I know. And since we're currently on our way down to see the whole LPN crew in Nashville, I hope you pay attention to this next part. The past 10 years with you have had ups and downs, but it has been the best. Hey, pretty lady. Oh, will you marry me? Oh, I just... <laughs> Oh, my God, Becky, you have to marry him. Please, please do. And I can't wait to meet you guys in Nashville. And you guys have to come to Nashville. Come hang out with us at the Ryman in Nashville. Oh, my God, Becky, please marry Peter. I'm begging you. Hey, pretty lady, will you marry me, Peter? You must have been so scared writing this email. Oh, my God. Um, I'll see you guys in Nashville. And you guys all have to come to Nashville. Come to the Ryman on June 18th. Come hang out with us. And we have to go celebrate Peter and Becky. My God. Well, hopefully celebrate them. <laughs> Becky, you have to do it or else you're going to let make Peter and I both look like a fool. I just burst into tears. Can you tell that I like to do the... I, Peter said in the subject line, you might tear up at this, but I didn't finish reading the email because I like to be surprised as I read the emails. And um, I didn't read that last line. And um, so that bursting into tears was completely um, natural and real. And um, I love you guys. Congratulations. I'm already going to say it, Peter and Becky. I'm going to say congratulations. I love you guys and I love our community. And I hope you guys oh, have a great week. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... 
Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.